O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, July 12th. I have an important announcement to make. The nation's Ninth of Av special prayer event is coming on July 17th sundown through July 18th sundown. Mark your calendar. The Ninth of Av this year falls on sundown July 17th through sundown July 18th. The Ninth of Av is one of the most solemn and mournful days of the Jewish year. It marks the destruction of both the First and Second Temples, the day the Jews were expelled from England and Spain, the start of the Crusades, and many other tragedies. For the Jewish community, this day is one of fasting and prayer. Join us as we join in with the Jewish people to pray for the future redemption of Israel. Here are some key events that have happened on the 9th of Av throughout history. On the 9th of Av in 1312 BC, the ten spies returned and gave a negative report to the children of Israel. On the 9th of Av in 585 BC, the first temple was razed and destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. On the 9th of Av in 70 AD, the second temple was razed and destroyed by the Roman general Titus. On the 9th of Av in 1290, the Jews were expelled from England. On the 9th of Av in 1492, the Jews were expelled from Spain. On the 9th of Av in 1941, Himmler received approval from the Nazi party for the final solution of the Jews. And on the 9th of Av in 1942, the Treblinka extermination camp became operational where 900,000 Jews were slaughtered. To learn more, go to the website 9-av.com, the number 9-av.com, to sign up for the free prayer event, followed up by live streaming programming from our Jewish friends in Israel. Go to 9-av.com forward slash prayer dash event. Are you being blessed? by the Daily Audio Torah Ministry, please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bred Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Devarim, and it means words. Deuteronomy 1, 16-30 
I charged your magistrates at that time as follows. Hear out your fellow men and decide justly between any man and a fellow Israelite or a stranger. You shall not be partial in judgment. Hear out low and high alike. Fear no man, for judgment is Hashem's. And any matter that is too difficult for you, you shall bring to me and I will hear it. Thus I instructed you at that time about the various things that you should do. We set out from Horeb and traveled the great and terrible wilderness that you saw along the road to the hill country of the Amorites, as Hashem our God had commanded us. When we reached Kadesh Barnea, I said to you, You have come to the hill country of the Amorites, which Hashem our God is giving to us. See, Hashem your Lord has placed the land at your disposal. Go up, take possession, as Hashem, the God of your fathers, promised you. Fear not, and be not dismayed. Then all of you came to me and said, Let us send men ahead to reconnoiter the land for us, and bring back word on the route we shall follow, and the cities we shall come to. I approved of the plan, and so I selected twelve of your men, one from each tribe. They made for the hill country, came to the Wadi Ashkal, and spied it out. They took some of the fruit of the land with them and brought it down to us, and they gave us this report. It is a good land that Hashem our God is giving to us. Yet you refused to go up and flouted the command of Hashem your God. You sulked in your tents and said, It is because Hashem hates us that he brought us out of the land of Egypt to hand us over to the Amorites to wipe us out. What kind of place are we going to? Our kinsmen have taken the heart out of us, saying, We saw there a people stronger and taller than we, large cities with walls, sky high, and even Anakites. I said to you, Have no dread or fear of them. None other than Hashem your God, who goes before you, will fight for you just as he did for you in Egypt before your very eyes. First Chronicles 12.19-14.17 Then the Spirit seized Amasai, chief of the captains. We are yours, David, on your side, son of Yeshai, at peace, at peace with you, and at peace with him who supports you, for your God supports you. So David accepted them and placed them at the head of his band. Some Manassites went over to David's side when he came with the Philistines to make war against Shaul, but they were of no help to them, because the lords of the Philistines in council dismissed him, saying, He will go over to the side of his lord, Shaul, and it will cost us our heads. When he went to Ziglag, these Manassites went over to his side, Adna, Yazavad, Jediel, Michael, Yazavad, Elihu, Zelotai, chiefs of the clans of Manasseh. It was they who gave support to David against the band, for all were valiant men, and they were officers of the force. Day in and day out people came to David to give him support, until there was an army as vast as the army of Hashem. These are the numbers of the men of the armed bands who joined David at Hebron to transfer Shaul's kingdom to him, in accordance with the words of Hashem. Judahites, equipped with shield and spear, 6,800 armed men. Simeonites, valiant men, fighting troops, 7,100. Of the Leviim, 4,600. Jehoiada, chief officer of the Aaronites, with him, 
3,700. Zadok, a young valiant man with his clan, 22 officers. Of the Benjamites, kinsmen of Shaul, 3,000 in their great numbers, hitherto protecting the interests of the house of Shaul. Of the Ephraimites, 20,800 valiant men, famous in their clans. Of the half-tribe of Manasseh, 18,000, who were designated by name to come and make David king. Of the Issacharites, men who knew how to interpret the signs of the times to determine how Israel should act. Their chiefs were 200, and all their kinsmen followed them. Of Zebulun, who's ready for service, able to man a battle line with all kinds of weapons, 50,000 giving support wholeheartedly. Of Naphtali, 1,000 chieftains with their shields and lances, 37,000. Of the Danites, able to man the battle line, 28,600. Of Asher, those ready for service to man the battle line, 40,000. From beyond the Jordan of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, together with all kinds of military weapons, 120,000. All these fighting men, manning the battle line with whole heart, came to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. Likewise, all the rest of Israel was of one mind to make David king. They were there with David three days, eating and drinking, for their kinsmen had provided for them. And also their relatives as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali brought food by donkey, camel, mule, and ox, provisions of flour, cakes of figs, raisin cakes, wine, oil, cattle, and sheep in abundance, for there was joy in Israel. Then David consulted with the officers of the thousands and the hundreds with every chief officer. David said to the entire assembly of Israel, If you approve, and if Hashem our God concurs, let us send far and wide to our remaining kinsmen throughout the territories of Israel, including the Kohanim and Leviim in the towns where they have pasture lands, that they should gather together to us in order to transfer the ark of our God to us, for throughout the days of Shaul we paid no regard to it. The entire assembly agreed to do so, for the proposal pleased all the people. David then assembled all Israel from Shihor of Egypt to Lebohamath in order to bring the ark of Hashem from Kiriat-Jerim. David and all Israel went up to Bela, Kiriat Jerm of Yehuda, to bring up from there the Ark of Hashem, Hashem enthroned on the Kerovim, to which the name was attached. They transported the Ark of Hashem on a new cart from the house of Abinadab. Uzzah and Ahio guided the cart. And David and all Israel danced before Hashem with all their might, with songs, lyres, harps, timbrels, cymbals, and trumpets. But when they came to the threshing floor of Shidon, Uzzah put his hand to hold the ark of Hashem because the oxen had stumbled. Hashem was incensed at Uzzah and struck him down because he laid a hand on the ark, and so he died there before Hashem. David was distressed because Hashem had burst out against Uzzah, and that place was named Perez Uzzah, as it is still called. David was afraid of Hashem that day, and he said, How can I bring the ark of Hashem here? So David did not remove the ark to his place in the city of David. 
Instead, he diverted it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The Ark of Hashem remained in the house of Obed-Edom, in its own abode, three months, and Hashem blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all he had. King Hiram of Tyre sent envoys to David with cedar logs, stonemasons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. Thus David knew that Hashem had established him as king over Israel, and that his kingship was highly exalted for the sake of his people Israel. David took more wives in Jerusalem, and David begot more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him in Jerusalem, Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, and Samuel, Ibhar, Elishua, Elpelet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Biliada, Eliphelet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up in search of David. But David heard of it, and he went out to them. The Philistines came and raided the valley of Rephaim. David inquired of Hashem, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? And Hashem answered him, Go up, and I will deliver them into your hands. Thereupon David ascended Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there. David said, Hashem burst out against my enemies by my hands as waters burst out. That is why that place was named Baal-perazim. They abandoned their gods there, and David ordered these to be burned. Once again the Philistines raided the valley. David inquired of Hashem once more, and Hashem answered, Do not go up after them, but circle around them and confront them at the Baca trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the Baca trees, then go out to battle, for Hashem will be going in front of you to attack the Philistine forces. David did as Hashem had commanded him, and they routed the Philistines from Gibbon all the way to Gezer. David became famous throughout the lands, and Hashem put the fear of him in all the nations. Romans 1, 1-17 Paul, a servant of Yeshua, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom are you also called of Yeshua, to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. First, I thank my God through Yeshua for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established, that is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me, 
Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come to you, but was let hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you, also even as among other Gentiles. I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So, as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. Psalm 9, 13-20 Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me. You that lift me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all your praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, in the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Selah. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. Proverbs 19, 4 and 5 Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. A false witness shall not go unpunished, and he that speaks lies shall not escape. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Deuteronomy chapter 1, and then we're going to jump into 1 Chronicles 12 through 14. And in verse 25 of Deuteronomy chapter 1, it is written, They took some of the fruit of the land with them and brought it down to us, and they gave us this report. It is a good land that Hashem our God is giving to us. Let me just unpack that a little bit more for you. Two of the twelve spies, Joshua and Caleb, gave the good report. The other ten spies gave a negative report. They said, yes, there's big fruit, and, and it's, the, it's a good land, but the people are giants, and we are like grasshoppers in their eyes. And what they did was they spread fear, doubt, and unbelief throughout the camp. And then the people lost heart. They believed the negative report. They did not trust God, that God had promised them that he was going to go with them and deliver the land into their hands. And so their punishment, their consequence was that that generation died off and they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And it was only their children, the next generation, that got to cross the Jordan and go into the land, with the exception of Caleb and Joshua. So when did this negative report happen? It happened on the 9th of Av, and that's the beginning of this dark day in Jewish history of many, many other 
tragic and terrible things that have happened on the 9th of Av. So this year, the 9th of Av falls on July 17th sundown through July 18th sundown. I encourage you to participate in the nation's 9th of Av prayer event. If you go to the website, 9-av.com, you can learn more and click on the um, pick on the menu about the prayer event. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse that I read, verse 25, about the fruit of the land that was brought to them, and they said, it's a good land that Hashem, our God, is giving to us. The commentary to that verse reads as follows. The spies committed a grave sin by rejecting the land of Israel. But despite their rejection of the land, even they could not deny its beauty and its bounty. The spies carried back a cluster of grapes, a fig, and a pomegranate. Upon their return, they reported, We came to the land you sent us to. It does indeed flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. That's from Numbers 13.27. How magnificent is Eretz Israel! Even those who slight it cannot help but be struck by its grandeur. Now I want to jump into 1 Chronicles and we're going to take a look in verse or chapter 14. And in this chapter um, David is inquiring of the Lord if he should go up against the Philistines. And he asks the Lord in prayer in verse 10, chapter 14, verse 10, Will you deliver them, the Philistines, into my hands? And Hashem answered him and said, Go up, and I will deliver them into your hands. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows, David understood that success is dependent upon God's consent and aid. Therefore, although he is a superior warrior and general, he asks the Almighty if he should proceed before attacking the Philistines. By doing so, David teaches a crucial lesson about the importance of acting within the bounds of divine consent, especially in God's chosen land. This is actually a really, really good principle. And throughout 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, as you read in the life of David, a phrase that uh, comes up over and over and over again is that David inquired of the Lord. David was a man of prayer, and he sought wisdom and counsel from the Lord. He didn't just act on his own, based upon his own reason and logic and understanding and his own skills and knowledge and experience. He um, count, he sought counsel from the Lord. He inquired of the Lord. He asked, Lord, should I go into this battle or not? He inquired. And that's a principle we need to apply to our own lives. Whenever we have major life decisions or even smaller decisions, should I go on this trip? Should I buy this bag of potato chips or not? Um, you know, we can inquire of the Lord for his wisdom and counsel on the important matters of life. I don't think he cares if we wear a yellow blouse or a blue blouse or a pink blouse, uh, you know, but on the important matters of life, such as who you marry, what line of work or career that you go down, where you live, how you use your time, all of those kind of things, that's so important to seek the Lord. So prayer is not just us talking to Him. 
and giving him our laundry list of the things that we need or that we desire. But prayer is also about listening, about listening to the Lord and the Holy Spirit will speak to us if we listen, if we get quiet and we seek his face. So I just wanted to emphasize that today. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will make us people of prayer, that we will have a heart like David to inquire of the Lord about the important things of life. And Father, that we would have your heart and your wisdom in all the decisions that we make. May we not operate in the flesh and do our own thing and not lean on our own understanding, but may we seek you and may you reveal to us through your spirit and through your word what your will is in these decisions, in these daily things of life. Make us people of prayer. May we be led by your Holy Spirit. May we be spirit-led as we walk out our days. We love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Vish Mareka Yah Adonai Vikuneka The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.